everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. We lost Eddie. How did that happen? I lost Eddie. Oh, Eddie will be right back. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is March 7th, 2022, the year of our Lord, Igor Shesterkin. My name is Jim, and usually I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik, who disappeared just as we... Just as the uh, just as Jim Gordon said, this is New York Rangers hockey. So I will sit here and entertain you somehow. Maybe I'll juggle until Eddie gets back. Eddie is there. He is. Is he back? What? Yeah. What the hell? I don't know. As soon as Jim Gordon said, "This is New York Rangers hockey," you disappeared like like uh, Brandon Peary. And now, as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. It is Monday. It is Monday. And you know what that means. Say it ain't so, Joe. The Rangers continue to pummel the NHL and the pundits and the... the uh, uh, what do they call those advanced analytic people? We can't win. We can't win. We got like forty wins on this season, and they're still bitching and co- and vetching. This is vetching. I don't know. Vetching. It's Chesterkinning. The Turducken. Chesterkin. The Rangers continue to win, and the Islanders. Come on, it's over. It's <laughs> over. I saw that minor league team. Holy shit. Completely barren. They were Morgan Barron. No Morgan Barron. <laughs> they were. I mean, I couldn't name a guy. I, I saw two guys. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm going out. So anyway, stop. And 
Now we hear that PK Slew Band may be on the market. No way he's coming to New York, right? No way. We don't want that pathetic loser. Don't want him. Don't need him. Don't need him. Mostly important. I don't really have any more gags or bits to go with this right now. I was surprised that was cut from the show. <laughs> I got the pink slip. <laughs> right after Jim Gordon said this we is downsized because of gas prices. Yes, we're downsizing. <laughs> I need, we, he needs to conserve gas, so I'm off the show. <laughs> the gas I provide. Anyway, <clears throat> great show uh, coming up, and here is the, uh, <laughs> the unparalleled Jim Schmiederberg. Unparalleled? I couldn't think of anything. I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. Putin is cyber hacking, is Jonathan. So that is the story, morning glory. And that's all I got. <clears throat> I do have. Oh, I will, I'll save that for later. Good to see oh, you, my friend. By yeah. the way, I need to. I didn't show this off last week. But, um, and and I, even though I got it like a month ago or two months ago in the mail, Brian Attard did come through and get me a. Gratuni the loony signed puck. Is he keep getting these? What is he selling them wholesale or giving away? <laughs> just giving them away? I don't know. Brian Attar goes to Starbucks a lot. Maybe you get him with a Vente cappuccino. <laughs> you get a Gratuni the loony puck. You get a Gratuni the loony puck. Yes, that's right. Not uh, what are you going to do, Mister Chip? Bonnie Goldstein Rosef is here, ladies and gentlemen. Went to high school with Bonnie. Oh, I didn't know that. So I, I don't remember the name from other stuff. So when I see a new name, it it completely gets my attention. Yes, Sorry. class of 88. Oh. Ah. What's that? 88. Yes, I am old. Yeah, class well, I'm 88, class of 83, and, uh, and I'm a fossil. Bonnie Bonnie was a Rangers fan and, and, and shared my affinity for Pierre LaRouche. Yeah, LaRouche doesn't have an affinity for the New York Rangers, though. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Uh, well, we'll uh, maybe we get him on. I'd love to talk to him. He's got to have some. Yeah. He seems like a guy that'd be fun. Any guy that oh, was, yeah. any guy that used to bum cigarettes from Rick Carpinello has got to be fun to talk to, right? Yeah, and he used to smoke the weed, too. A couple of my friends told me. Carpinello used to smoke the weed? No, I don't know what Rick's doing. Oh. Rick's enjoying retirement, I hope. Uh, after. Watching that shit show for the last two years, he retires and the Rangers are winners. The Rangers are good, right? Yeah. Well, God bless. <clears throat> God bless. So, Jim, I'm wearing, you know, if you guys are regular tuning up, tuning into the show, I wish I could speak tonight. If you're a regular viewer of this show, you, you will very rarely see me wear Ranger paraphernalia. Uh, but I'm so proud. I'm so jazzed. I'm full of Ranger jam. I'm full of Ranger excitement. Marmalade. It's marmalade. I'm full of schmuckers. <laughs> I'm full of Welches. I'm just full of it all. Polanders, isn't that another one? Yes. With the New York Rangers, I don't care how they do it. They're winning. And as long as they win... The big man is happy, and I hope you all are happy. And uh, don't stop uh, kvetching or whatever that Yiddish word is, or uh, you know, nitpicking on this and that. And I was reading, the, I was kibitzing. 
What? Kibitzing, I think, is when you like kind of like hang out with somebody. Whatever. Somebody with the Yiddish background, the nose of the Yiddish people. Goober grape. Yes. Very good. Very good. Uh, I, <laughs> I love the team truculence. Wow. Using some words that I'm not even really familiar with. Uh, yeah, exactly. Paul's like, I don't care about the playoffs. Feed me now with range of victories till I'm full, till it's coming out my mouth. Till I don't care if Shesterkin has to stop 54 shots, 71 shots, 91 shots. The Rangers are an opportunistic team and I'm digging it. So I'm wearing the hat and I, I also went to, to, to see Hartford because uh, Cody Bondra has absconded from – we can't find him. I think he's hacking, hanging out with Mitch Beck now. But anyway, but Cody's got, I think he's busy with his band and stuff. Anyway, so I have the real view, somebody's view you could trust. <laughs> All right. So, so hey, Bondra's harder to find than Artemi Panarin against a good team. Oh, oh you oh, went there, Jim. How dare you? How dare you, sir? We kid because we love. And we love because we kid. So you want you want to talk about you want to give us a wolf pack? Uh you want to give us a little bit of wolf pack? Or... Sorry. <laughs> or you, want... you want to talk about the wolf pack? I mean, we can. It's it's, it's my team. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> What's harpooning with the whale? Yes. What's harpooning? Okay, I don't know if I have that. No, don't worry about it. This is what I got. Come on, look at this merch. At the Garden, if this would have had the Rangers logo on it, it would have been $81. <laughs> but look, I got my wolf claw. Yeah, and I used it to scratch my back. First of all, I had... I'm going to tell you about my experience. This is not going to be a drunk experience, so don't get too excited. <laughs> I got front row seats. I mean, against the glass, Jim. You are, you're a celebrity. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> In Hartford, yeah. you're a celebrity anyway. <laughs> I have never had tickets like this in my life. I don't know how many people in the chat room, how many people home. Raise your hands if this you're watching this not even live. You're watching it or listening to it taped or whatever they call this, streamed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, Raise your hands if you've ever been on the glass for any kind of hockey game. So, it, Jim, it's a scary experience. The Joe Catroni uh, exhibition game that Jen played in, we were on the glass for that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, were there any hits? <laughs> oh, Jen was hitting everything that moved. But near, near where you were sitting? Uh, no, down by the goal. She was clearing the crease. Oh, well, that's good. That's what you got to do, Sam. She's mighty. Oh, Bonnie's been against the glass. Well, I and Costa, too. Well, I was not prepared for glass watching. Uh, I did not know, uh, like, when the puck hits the glass. Holy shit. It sounds like somebody's been shot. <laughs> thought like, uh, like somebody's been shot. My wife uttered something ridiculous. It was something out of, I think, probably Florida, Jefferson, not for that Florida, Florida from Good Times. Yeah. She yelled as the puck hit the glass, oh, Lordy. 
All right, I'm like, what? A, what a, oh lordy, oh lordy, oh lordy! I was like, uh, I'll never roams again. <laughs> I mean, she really said that. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm like, what is this? Meanwhile, I whipped this out. Yeah, exactly. And uh, she's like, oh lordy, Miss Scarlet, the babies are coming. <laughs> I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was a little bit shocking. Then. Uh, the hits. And you know how they have those people banging us the glass? And it's, that glass is freaking hard. I hurt my left hand trying to bang on it. So, nah, enough of that. So, and then, uh, but when the hits hit, holy cow, you can't help but go back like that. You know, like, you think you're going to get hit. Meanwhile, this plexiglass is not going to happen. Oh, Jonathan Riggs had the glass break. So what happened? He was, sitting next to, he was sitting next to Janet Jones. <laughs> That's right. Way back when. And just a quick, just my, to wrap up my sitting so close to the glass uh, story. I had put my uh, my Coke on the dasher right. next to the glass. And freaking Jared Ternorty lays into this guy and... Knocks my soda off the dasher and hits me in the groin. Well, guess I learned my lesson the hard way, so to speak. Right. Because uh, so they're just showing the replay. At the end of the- <laughs> showing the replay at the end of the game. They go check of the game, and I look up at the scoreboard and. There's Jared Torrey leading it, and there's me against the class. Oh, wait a minute. Now I got to – hold on. Does, do the Hartford Wolfpack have a I don't know. Maybe? Uh, oh, hold on. And I caught the end of it, and I think I had some kind of exp- – um, there's my face. Thank God it wasn't lower. <laughs> the, the, the soda hit me in the crotch, which would have been, like, viral, I would think, if that, that had happened. But I'm sure I have some kind of expression on my face. It's like, oh. let's see. It was it was check of the game at the Wolfpack game. Oh, really? Jonathan Riggs is saying visiting players will butt in the glass to knock drinks off there. Wow. So that's uh, so I had good seats, so to speak. And, and uh, is, this, is this the check of the game? No, but this is the highlights. So maybe the ch- all right. We, we could we could we could take a, a gander here and see if anything. It's in the first period. I know that for sure. In 2015, Justin Richards carries it in. Richards back door for Greco. Michael Leary pulls up, takes it to his forehand, sends the puck down low. DJ said no. Now Skinner thought about firing it. Now, now which end of the ice are you sitting at, Eddie? I'm at the where uh, the it's first period, so it's right. not this end. You're at the other end. I'm at the other end, yeah. Okay. He will. Shot deflected, scores! But O'Leary has come alive in the 2022 portion of this season and gets goal number five in the season. Here's Potato into the slot. He shoots a save by Shardick. Big rebound pushed wide by Ronnie. Potato. Able to find a little clean air. Oh. Trying to go back door for Paul Ledoux. Was intercepted by Greco. Turned over, however. Bartrose backhand scores. Okay, so so where are you sitting in, in re- re- relation? Uh, I'm like right. 
Okay, this is the section. I'm probably, I would say, I, I think I could see me. I'm like, all right, I'm not in the corner, but I'm a little, uh, uh, maybe on like the fourth or five, fifth panel in plexiglass. And like above the, like uh, right the face off dot. Okay. On the opposite uh, side. Well, they're shooting on. Who are they shooting? On? They must have skipped the period, right? No, this is first period. Still, this is a this is a, a Bridgeport goal, and and we're at the Hartford end of the ice. Okay, that yeah, this is the shorthanded goal. Was the only goal they got the Islanders. Before. Scores. Potato back up top for Unit. His shot of the traffic save made. Rebound by Uniemi, knocked away by Scarin. Chris Cherry trying to stretch that up ahead. Centered, Lundqvist shoots, scores! Nils Lundqvist? That's right. He's white hot. Hartford regains the lead. He's white hot. Yeah. Give him enough trouble to steer that shot into the corner. Ronnie, Fritz fires and scores! Bless you. He'll be in Springfield on March the 16th. Wednesday night matchup, Mass Mutual Center. Tavelgeson couldn't get the puck out of his own Ruschoff. Reason for Gurdukis. Walks into the slot. Gurdukis fires. Scores! Durando finds Helgeson. Fire! Denied by Huska. And another chance. Huska send out. Adam Suxa. No Durando fresh on the ice. Centers it. Stepping into a blast is Kubiak and Huska. Able to make the save. Richard trying to keep it in to already does. Off the stick of Wayland, turned to him. Nah. Oh, well. Uh, uh, yeah, Christina says that the check of the game will probably show up in a week. The chiropractic check of the game. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have that video of me getting hit in the schnutz. <laughs> we could put it in the opening. All right, we have to add that to the opening. <laughs> all right, so you want to hear the, the evals, the revals? The... Uh, I want to hear it all. Okay. Uh, I haven't been to the Excel Center since uh, the lockout. So turns out our friend Adam Rader was also at this game, but I didn't know it. Oh. He saw the pictures on my wife's Facebook, and he was like, they did not play the brass bonanza. And it's ridiculous. I mean, all they have is that stupid horn, which I'm not enamored with. I like the Wolfpack jerseys. The prices were, I told Jim before the show, on Friday nights. And this was the game we were going to all go together, but that that stupid COVID mandate. Right. When we were going to do it. Now. now it's off, of course. Right. Of course. Right? We could have taken the whole front row for ourselves and all got hit in the schnuts. Anyway, uh, right. so... Uh, it was mascot night. My wife, you know, my wife loves mascots, and God bless her. She, I mean, it, it, it's not like she, she likes Mercedes. This is something I can afford. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey. So uh, anyway, so uh, first time since I've been there since uh, whenever the lockout was, 2000, I don't know, whatever, 12 maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, uh, prices are reasonable Friday nights. $2 drafts and $1 hot dogs. This sounds like a night out for me <laughs> if I lived locally. You know, I mean, everything very reasonable. 
I bought a sonar, which is the mascot. I bought a a, a, a mitt, like like something like this one, but it's just a mitt. This is the wolf pack with the claws right here. You see this? This ain't no sanity claws. Right. Cool. I liked it. You could scratch your back with it. You can rake leaves with it. There's a lot of things you could do with this thing. You could scrape up and your peas. What? You could scrape up your peas on a plate. Yeah, when you're done. <laughs> so it's like Galaga. I'm getting all kinds of props now. <laughs> What's that other fruitcake's name? Uh, Carrot Top. Carrot Top. Yeah, that's the dude. top. The top. Yeah, wasn't he at the, <laughs> the All Star game? Yeah. All right. So I got that. The sonar mitt and a stuffed animal of sonar, $31. Nice. I mean, that's not super cheap, but it's not. I got three things. So I thought that was pretty good. Now, you, now obviously, we know you had a Coke. Did you have a beer at the game? No. Okay. I'm not a beer drinker at a game. I, I, I really... I, I, is it hard maybe to some people to believe? I like to concentrate on the game. I don't need all the the nachos and the cheese fries. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you, I go to a game, I want to kind of entertain the people, but there were a lot of kids around because it was mascot day or the sonar's right. birthday or some shit. And uh, you know, so you gotta gotta talk bullshit. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know the room, you know what I'm saying? You can't right. be- I can't be dropping the f bomb like, you know, calling the guy here. Adam sucks. <laughs> I'll start with him. He was great in this game. I have glowing, glowing remarks about him. Fantastic. Uh, can't say anything bad about him. Do I know if it translates to an NHL career? Probably not. But he was very good in this game. Uh, since I had a close-up view, I got the kind of see the physical nature of the players, which um, uh, Jared Tenorti, he's, he's, he's a beast. He's a big guy. He can't play the game of hockey, but he's a big dude. Um, he is part of the first uh, pairing defenseman. Uh, he plays with uh, Shittabeto, the Shittabeto the there, who is an assistant captain. Shittabeto. Uh, <laughs> which I... Uh, I've got nothing but bad memories about that guy on defense. Uh, he didn't really show me that all that much. I was really focused on the Zach Jones, Niels uh, Lundqvist. Zach Jones looks the way Zach Jones should look. He's he, he's, he's an offensive defenseman. Uh, Niels Lundqvist did score a goal in that game, but Jim, somebody throw this guy a hamburger. I mean, he needs... Dude, there's no way he can play an NHL at that size. I mean, he's got like a supermodel stats physically. He is just too thin, and he's got to put weight. I don't care if he played in the Swedish league with men. Those men must have been skinny men because it must have been the Swedish skinny league or something. So uh, uh, I can't see him playing in the NHL as is, Okay. Uh, Forward-wise, I think uh, Puyer Emmy or whatever his name, I think he got hit with a really hard check. Not one that sent my, a Coke barreling into my nether regions, but uh, he did get hit, and he was taken off the ice, I believe. Um, 
forward wise, not much. I mean, uh, most of the guys are up with the Rangers. I mean, the forwards is the Rangers are carrying like 81 forwards, but still had to play. From what I heard, Libor Hayek had to play the left wing a bit last night. I don't, I, you know, I honestly don't know if he ever physically took a shift at left wing. That's the way the lineup was presented before the game. I can't say that I actually saw him playing left wing. I did see him on the ice, but I it seemed to me that I think it was more they were they were double shifting some other forwards. I think Strom got double shifted quite a bit. I don't know if he ever really took a shift at left wing. I didn't have I, I didn't have the clearest of audio for the whole game. Did we we watched the whole game, but we were out for a little while, so we were watching the game on on my iPad. Didn't always have full audio, but uh but as far as I could tell, I don't think he took a shift at left wing. I think that was just be just the way they presented the right. lineup before the game. Right. So I said, Well, if Stu Bickle could do it, right. I saw that on the thread. I was following the thread for updates because at first I couldn't get the game. <laughs> Uh, you know, because by the I way, was, I see it was a big moment last night, and and this is a I love this guy's name, the first AHL goal for the great Abbott Gerduckis. Yes, fantastic! I love that name. Hey, Abbott Gerduckis. <laughs> yes, Everything. it was. Uh, he scored his first goal there. Uh, I, you know, I'm being asked about Lundqvist, and yeah, man, I just. I feel like the Rangers have forgotten about him. You don't hear a word about him. This guy's 27 years old. He's just getting around to his first day AHL. Maybe goal. he's your replacement for your fave there. PC Labrie or whatever that guy's PC name Labrie. was. Yeah. Now, did you did you take any pictures? I didn't see any pictures, but I, I was hoping that you... They're on my wife's, but I, I could post them. If... Well, I mean, did you take any pictures of the Vinnie Letary sh shrine? Yeah. I, also... I, I saw the banner. The banner. Uh, <laughs> the Terry banner. Uh, he's in there next to Ken Janander uh, on the picture <laughs> wall there. Daniel Gano, right up in the... Daniel Gano and... The other luminaries. That was P.A. Parento and all the rest of those guys. Um, uh, Forward-wise, I didn't see much of Piarmi, or whatever that guy is. I can't say Piarmi, whatever, Piarinemi, whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, I was looking at Kodorenko a little bit. Didn't see much from him. I watched another defenseman there on the third pairing defenseman, Tomo Runinen, and uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's NHL material from what I can tell. He plays on the third pairing with some other schmo. Um, so, I mean, unless I'm forgetting somebody, that was the takeaway. But I will tell you, and this is coming just as a pure hockey amateur proc. An amateur scout who's really an amateur. I thought you were going to call uh, yourself an amateur proctologist. <laughs> I'm an amateur proctologist in my off time, as well as a chair salesman. Um, I wanted to say that uh, the Islanders, I'm telling you, man, they got nothing down there. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I thought they would have like a Josh Hosang hanging down there or something. And he's not even on the, the organization. Remember that idiot? Yep. The only recognizable names I saw was Thomas Hickey and maybe one other guy and all the young guys. Richard Panic. Yes, Richard Panic was there. And other than that, it's it's a fucking shit show. What is their record, the Bridgeport Islanders? 
It can't be good. Uh, they are. I've got the. I'm looking at the AHL uh, website as we speak. They are 18, 20. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm reading that wrong. 21, 24, and five. And I did not know the Lehigh Valley Phantoms are in last place in that division. Wow. Hartford, third place, baby. Yeah, usually they completely are bad, but they've lost a lot of guys because of the Rangers. The Rangers. So that was kind of my experience. If I think of anything, I mean, if you want to quiz me up a couple more questions, that's fine. If not, we'll just move on to the big clubs' doings. I'm just looking at the. I'm, I'm just looking at the the uh, the game center here. See uh, the great Tanner Fritz. Tanner on the Fritz had a goal. Ty Ronning with an assist. Ty oh. Ronning still kicking around, huh? Ty they, Ronning. They draft him in like 2005. They should call him <laughs> Tiny Ronning. This guy's a midget. No way he ever plays. Oh, I did see that guy Greco. Didn't Anthony Greco play a couple games for us? He did. You know, nothing special from that game. Uh, first star of the game was Tanner Fritz. Hunter Skinner like was the third star of the game. Hunter Skinner's name getting mentioned in some. Uh, yeah, he he was like great scuttlebutt. I like this new Ranger glass I got. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, baby. I did not get this at the game. My wife got me this for my birthday. Uh, so yeah, that that was my experience. Hey, I'd recommend it if you live in that area. Holy shit, I'd go to every game. If I lived in that area, I would be a season ticket holder. Now, how much were the tickets? I gotta ask my wife about this. Chris, how much were the tickets? Darling. Was she was she grocery shopping? <laughs> Chris. Yeah. How much were the tickets? $28, 30 Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Very reasonable. Yeah, front row. I never front row for anything. $30 in tickets, $31 in souvenirs, a $4 Coke, and $98 in gas. Dude, I filled up. It, it was $70 to fill up my GMC. And... uh by the time we got home, it was like three quarters empty. <laughs> so, it, 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 but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would take the fucking ferry. The ferry is eighty dollars, wow. one way, That's one crazy. way. Get That's the crazy. fuck out of here! How yeah, long of a drive is that from you? It was probably about three to three and a half hours. Not too bad. There were forty each. I've been corrected from. Uh, Charlie Osby's Bamonte. Uh, still very reasonable. Yeah, forty dollars. Come on, what can you get? You, what, you get two beers at the garden for forty dollars. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, it, it was. Uh, so it was quite the experience, and the, the ferry is a fucking chip one way. And then you got to wait for the thing, and you got to get on and. You got to deal with the people spread germs all over you, sneezing in your face. I don't need that in my life. The so, floating COVID tube. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. You can get an eye on the game for six dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true too. But uh, the ferry, the ferry, ferry, as my wife calls it, some some Chicago thing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, she goes. She yells, "Come on!" in the back. So uh, yeah, so it, it was worth it. Next time, if I go in, I probably. Because of my advanced age, I'd probably get a hotel like outside of Hartford. Stage. I mean, it's just it gets a little trying driving at night, and there's, there's delays, and I have the Ranger game. I'm worrying about that, and there's pressure. Will I get home for this and that? No, God, I don't need that. I'll call up the Notel Motel or the Hang and Bang, get like a twenty dollar rate, and uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, well, I, I, that, I, I, I was very satisfied with my XL Center. Uh, I, I'm looking at their, uh, I'm looking at their ticket page here, and I see that, uh, I see that anything over ten people is considered a group, and you can get group seats, center ice, on either, on either side, ten or more people, twenty four dollars a ticket. That would be great. Maybe maybe next season things will be even more so back to normal. Maybe right. we can put together. I'm sure we can rally up ten people that want to go. I mean, me and Jen, you and Chris is four right there. Yeah. Oh no. I see. The only thing I would worry about, and this is no, this is no. I'm not disparaging Costa, but they might not be ready for primetime Costa because <laughs> it's a very family friendly thing you know what i'm saying so you say we go once and then we're not invited back <laughs> basically yes i think you know what's the other thing is a lot of times when you do like these group things they put your name up on yeah, the that's what I was gonna say. they did it and, and they could say blue shirt underground oh, rosasco would just clutch his heart and fall over somewhere as soon as he heard about it yeah now how great would that be welcome the blue shirt underground <laughs> yes and they announce it too. We like to welcome Even so and so, uh, the the sons of Portugal. We like to welcome <laughs> the sons of Portugal. <laughs> we like to welcome the Blue Shirt Underground show. Yeah, <laughs> cool. oh, that would be that. It's it'd be worth it just to do it for that, right? Just to hear us announced. Yeah, and then we can put it in our beginning of the show too. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground show. It's right. the whole bit, right? And you know we would. And I know where they come out too at the end of the game. Now I got the skinny. I didn't. Do, I didn't have enough time because again, it's three and a half hours ride. I wasn't going to hang around to see uh, Anthony the better title, better better whatever potato. You didn't want to see Adam Huxa Huska. I, I would have congratulated him. He played really good. Guys, real big in net, Sam. Twenty four. Uh, so that's. So yeah. yeah. The the farm team looked okay. I got to see uh, what you call it there, Knobloch, Chuck Knobloch. What's his name? Keith. The coach. Who? Keith. Keith Knobloch. Okay. It's Keith, isn't it? I know it's yeah. not Chuck. Yeah, I know it's not Chuck. <laughs> I do know I that. Couldn't remember his regular name. Right. So, uh, oh, okay. the Z man's in. He's already Columbus to Hartford. He's already in. Already checking flights. Yeah. All right, so uh, that ends my Hartford experience. All right. Uh, Excellent. Good report. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. Good report. Uh, so yeah, as we sit, we'll talk about quick. Uh, we'll we'll go over the games. Rangers, Eddie, second place, seventy-seven points. Uh, one game at hand on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, even there are six points behind the Carolina Hurricanes at this point. Same number of games played. Uh, they have more wins than Pittsburgh, so that that is uh, that's why they're in second place. Uh, Washington, eight points back in fourth place. Islanders in sixth. Devils in seventh. Flyers in eighth. It's a Patrick Division dream, Eddie. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Division dream. Uh, I mean, oh, Joe. Chris? Oh, it's Chris. Sorry. Chris, Keith, Kevin, Kyle. I was close. A fact checker. You should come on in the middle of the show. You know how like some of those shows they how was, many the, was the previous coach, was his name Keith? Keith Cambridge? Was that the, the guy who coached them before? I don't know. Is that his name? Maybe that's where I got Keith from. But I'm saying, you know how like there are some shows where like in the middle of the broadcast, they correct what the other guys have said, like the miss, you know, like me, it'd be a fucking show by itself or the right. pronounce the guys' names and all that stuff. But it's like, well, no, he's actually this and that, and you know. Uh, Ed was wrong when he said that, uh, you know, Ed was wrong and Ed was wrong. Ten person sweet. Get out of here. We you little high class coaster. You, you do need to be in a place where you're. We need separated. to be sitting with the hoi polloi down in the seats amongst the people. That's right. We can get people in the show to watch our show while we're there. They're going to be like, what? You guys are on the underground show? You're not listening. It looks like a 12 person, $480 at the XL Center. Unless the suite includes free booze and beer and food, then that's a horse of a different color. Right. I think they have TVs in there. <laughs> I'll tell everything. you what, the underground could eat its way to $480 in a suite. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no doubt about it. would be a hot dog left in that place. Especially if we went on a Friday night, a dollar right. hot dog. Right. I just thought hot dogs were pretty big. Okay, enough of that that malarkey. Uh, you know, so yeah. All had a good time. <laughs> That's great. Costas wow, in the patch and now we want some luxury bugs. That's true. Anyway. Okay. So what do you want so, to talk about first? That St. Louis victory? You want to talk now, about that? You don't want to talk about that. Rangers, since the last time we've we've met. Beat St. Louis 5-3, beat the Devils 3-1, beat Winnipeg 4-1. Where to begin? Chris Kreider. Could he hit 50? Could he hit 55? I can't believe it. I'll hit you with these questions that Mike Halleck posed to the show for discussion. Was he sober? These are good questions. Okay. Does Chris Kreider get to 55 goals? No. Does Chris Kreider get to 25 power play goals? Yes. Does Igor get 43 wins? What's he got now? Uh, 10. No, I'm kidding. He has, hold on. Uh, There's only like 26 games left or something, right? He has, Igor has 28 wins. I will tell you one thing in regards to Igor. He's going to win the MVP too. Uh, he's he he should get serious 
serious consideration. That save percentage is otherworldly in the modern era of hockey. Nine four two, and it nine goes against two. the one nine three. Uh, it's sick. It's sick, especially the, the the quality chances. He's unbelievable, unbelievable. <clears throat> I'm a little biased, but give him the MVP in Vezina. There's no more valuable player than that guy. You can't tell me Connor McDavid's the most valuable player when Leon Draisaitl's out playing him, and they got two guys that can put the puck in the net. What do you go with Kale McCall because he's got little goals? He's probably going to get the Norris because that the the sexy goal category, which doesn't really even shouldn't be an equation when you're doing awarding uh, when you're awarding the Norris Trophy. It should be best defenseman all around. We all know that's either Victor Hedman. Or it's Adam Fox. So uh, this is how I feel, and uh, I don't know where I was after that. So continue. What were the other Michael Halleck questions? Uh, well, I just want to kind of Igor. Um, you know, not many goalies have won the MVP. Hashik did it twice, if I remember correctly. I think Carey Price was the last one. Carey Price. Carey Price. Overrated. Uh, and Jose Theodore. Yeah, come on. What were their stats? Give me the their, their stats. Uh, hold That's on. right, Max. He can handle the puck like none other. He does it all. Pushing guys up the ice. Ryan Lindgren, he's pushing. What, what game was that? St. Louis or the Devils? Ca uh, I'm sorry. You were on a thought, and I was... Um, that what game was that where he was pushing Lingren off the ice? The Devils game? Yes. Devils game. That was hysterical. Push, as I as I said, pushing Lingren off the ice like it's Gettysburg out yeah. there. Yeah. Get him off the battlefield. Carey Price was 44 and 16 with a 196 goals against and a 933 save percentage. All right. Okay. Yeah, a lot of wins. Jose, Jose Teodoro. It's Teodoro, right? Yeah. 30 and 24. With a 2.11 goals against and a 9.31 save percentage. Uh, Hashik was 33 and 23 and 37 and 20. 2.09, and 9.30. So if I'm not mistaken, Igor's stats are better than, at I mean, least the goals against and save percentage are better than any of those guys, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Right now, he's, he's better. In all of those. Now, whether or not he gets to, I don't think he gets the f 44 wins. How many how many games have the Rangers played? The Rangers have played 56 games. Eh, 44 wins is a good possibility. Well, and I, I do agree with Connor, who's talking about price. The reason I think he's a bit 26 overrated. 26 games left? Yeah, he could do it, Jim. Yeah. And, and now that the... Going back to last night's game, they got to see what he's all about in Canada. They're going to be like, this guy is out of his head. I mean, the Rangers were dominated last night. But so I, I think he's got a shot. I mean, and with the carry price, I just think there's a little overhype of him with Canada, you know. And that always happens. There's always going to be a hype of their guys. And that's just the way it is. 
but he's a good no. goaltender. It's not, is he a great goaltender? Post, I, I don't post know. Well, if you, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, of the goaltenders that have won the Hart Trophy, three of them were Montreal goaltenders. Mm-hmm. See? You mock me. But I, I might be right. Now, granted, one was original six, but still. Right. Uh, um, so, Michael, uh, so what else did Michael have? Any other questions? Uh, yes. Was, okay. On. Was he getting ice cream at this time? Does, do, does Fox get to 81 assists? That seems like a lot. He has, do, 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 right now he has 48. No, he's not getting to 81. 33 assists in like 26 games. games that something like that. Uh, he does seem to assist on every goal, but. Yes, but. And the, the reason why Mike asked these particular questions is because if any of these things happen, it will set a new team record. Oh, okay. That's why he's asking those questions. Those are good questions. Yeah. Definitely. If Igor gets 43 wins to, to break any of Hank's records. In year, what is this? Year two or year three? Yeah, for him. Impressive. We are we are spoiled. (laughs) Oh, definitely. We are so spoiled. Oh, it's true, Jim. I I'm not knocking it. And I mean, uh, here's another here's another amazing stat for you. Igor has only just now, in terms of a full NHL season, he's just there. He's got 84 games played. And he's this good. I know. I know. He's yeah, fantastic. Me, here's a question. I was discussing this with a couple of people during the week. I feel like Ranger fans have, and this goes back a long way, not only have we been blessed with great goaltenders, but I almost feel like Ranger fans have, have more appreciation for their goaltenders than other fan bases. Okay. I feel like, you know, and I compared it to this the other night. John Madden used to say that no fans in the league appreciated their defense more than Giants fans. And I kind of feel like that's, I mean, Ranger fans, they've always loved the goalie. I mean, th- these were fans that used to chant Eddie Mio's name. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we love our goaltenders. And I just don't know if it's like that other places, quite like it is in New York. And I don't know if that's, because it's New York, is it because we've had such? I mean, if it's, I, I keep saying this, but we've had sixty years of pretty goddamn good goaltending. You know, I, yeah. yeah, there've been some lulls, and yes, JD wasn't a great goaltender, but what he's forever remembered for as a player was the was the un, unbelievable tear he went on in nineteen seventy nine. You know, carrying the Rangers to the Stanley Cup. So again, you make your bones in the playoffs in this league. It's how you yeah. do it. No, I would uh I would agree with you. There is a special affection, a special uh I don't know, like a, a kind of a link between the fans and the goaltending, mostly because we know the rest of the players are crappy and the goaltender has to sit there and and bail us out and give us a chance to win. I mean, I'm not talking from a two thousand I mean the rebuild was crappy, but we knew it was coming, you know. And before that, you know, before Vino especially, 
with Tortorella, you know, playing in your zone the whole and then uh, I mean, listen, the Rangers weren't weren't very good. And uh so yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's there's definitely an affinity between the crowd and the and the goalie. I think it's a good point. I just I kind of feel like and, and this again goes goes to the Giant fans. I think a, a an older Giant fan like me who grew up with defense. I think we'd rather win a game 10-3 than 38-35. Right. And I think I almost feel like Ranger fans would rather win a game 2 nothing and see their goaltender make 45 saves than win 7-5. You know? Maybe, you know, maybe I they probably go hand in hand because we have had such great goaltending. I mean, we Villamure, you know, before them um you know, I mean, you go back, you could go back to the great John Ross Roach, who was a trivia yes, answer the other that. night. John Ross Roach. My, I said in the group thread, anybody who guessed John Ross Roach was the right answer. You are a true historian. I'm not sure Stan Fischler would have gotten that one right. But I mean, you know, go back to Jockerman and Villamure. And, and then we had, and then, you know, you had Davidson with the, with the big run in 79. And then we had Beezer, and then we had Richter, and then of course we had a lull. There was a little lull in there, right? But the, the entire franchise was in a lull. It wasn't just goaltending. That's right, you know. And then Hank came along. You know, it's uh, we've and now we've got Igor. I mean, we've seamlessly transitioned. I mean, and the the echoes of the Henrik chant, Henrik, are still echoing in the garden, and now we're chanting Igor's name. It, you know, it's like someday he'll get his trunk. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> hope he. By the way, by the way, Rick Nash's number was retired by the Coats the other night, and they gave what? him an electric, the, an electric golf cart. And I'm like, this is a way better present than a <laughs> than a steam trunk. Don't you think it's ironic that Rick Nash got an electric golf cart since he was the one of the worst playoff performers ever? Well, he he got to use it a little earlier, earlier than most. <laughs> was his psychotic father there? He could be bad <laughs> of his, but, but as you know, Rick Nash could go ahead and plug that golf cart in around the middle of March, <laughs> you know, and start yeah. start charging it up. Oh, that was a great trade too. Getting Ryan Lindgren in that deal. <clears throat> so, do you think I've seen this? I've seen this conversation a little bit. Do you think Ryan Lindgren's having a little, a little bit, of, a little bit of an Don't off? Let me throw stuff. No, I'm, I'm, you could, I'm asking, I'm just posing questions. I'm, I'm, I don't like, I don't like this narrative. I'm, I'm interviewing you tonight. All right. You're interviewing me tonight. I don't <laughs> like this narrative, Jim. Okay. Uh, I, I, yes, I see I've seen that a, a couple of people. That's I'm why I'm, I'm putting I'm, it out there. The fans are talking about it. We talk about it. Okay. Do I think he's playing as good <laughs> as he played last year? No. I see a little bit of a drop off, a little bit. They're fucking 40 and 16 or whatever they are. Whatever it's – what are you going to do? Put them down to the second line? Or Mario Mogato wants to make Keandre Miller a forward every night? Just stop. They're winning. Uh, he's also playing a different style of defense this year. And, you know, he's still – I'll give him a year for adjustment. I don't think he, he was – I don't think he's been – I think he's – made more mistakes this year than we've seen in years past. There have been a couple of times, but look, overall, big picture, I got no problem with this defense at all. Just because Nico Hesher blew, blew him by like a, I don't know, blew by him on that one play, yeah, it was, it was a mistake, but it 
Well, there were a lot yeah. of components to that mistake too. Fox yeah, was caught off up ice. Right. So right there, okay. What? Well, you're not you're not forgiven. Oh no no no! It, oh, that, was, that, was a, that was a bad play. That was just a really bad play. He gave out of no way as as Nico went flying by him. It was just like well, you know, Nico. you might as well collect the token. Nico Dawes, Nico. There's a lot of Nicos on that team, right? They're stocking like, up on you know, the Velvet Underground and Nico. I don't know if you know about them. Lou Reed's old band. So, uh, yeah. So, was that a bad play? Yeah, but this happens. This happens. You're sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit. I mean. Uh, <laughs> It happens to defensemen. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. But I will concede that there has been a little bit of a drop off in his game, but not enough to make me even think of replacing him or dropping him down. No I was trying to think of the I was trying to think of the guy named Nico who used to play for the Rangers. Nico Gross. Nico Gross. He was a uh yeah, still a prospect, I think. Still still around somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of prospects. How about the newly re-signed Johnny Brodzinski last night? Again, quite a game filling in. Lots of AHL names last night, Eddie. You, they, they, they heard the you were coming and sent them all to New York. I know. I go and I don't even get to see the captain of the Wolfpack. Uh, from all reports, he's been playing well. He played well last night. He, he's filling. He's filling in for Greg McKegg, who is off the off the road trip for personal reasons. Uh, I heard. Didn't somebody say he was getting a facelift or something? Cocaine? He's on. <laughs> he's on the booger sugar, as you say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think he's getting a face transplant, like Face Off, in that movie Face Off, where they switch hey, faces. He's getting. He's got a little. Uh... No job. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking. But uh, so he's he's off the trip. Connor, we'd love to, but we were, where were you at the beginning of the show? We were just talking about how Cody Bondra has been very unavailable. Well, he's in a band. He's a musician. He's he's been he's been yeah, busy. I think he's been touring. He's been busy. Yeah. Uh, all right, he'll be fine. Right. Eddie will give you all the Hartford updates you need. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Go back to sleep next to the black lady. She misses you. Yes. I definitely want to. Uh... It's terrible. Oh lordy. <laughs> Damn, damn, damn. damn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, what, what? Personal reasons? You go right to drug use? Is I didn't say it. Was it Nemeth away for personal reasons? What was with these personal well, he was reasons? Re he was re right. His, his team's got Married a lot of mental last problems. Year? Mentally irregular. Mentally irregular, Paulie. Um, well, Nemeth, I guess, was still feeling the uh, COVID effects. I, that was what the that what? was the party line. That was that was what Pravda announced. Oh god! But uh, now you know, Greg McKegg is not on the road trip. Oh. Uh, Nico Gross, by the way, became a free agent last year. He's still around somewhere, but I, I didn't know. remember Nico Gross. At Nico all. Gross, he's like a fourth round pick or oh, another god. one of these small defensemen that nobody ever heard of. And anyway. Uh, who else? So, uh, yeah, Brzezinski was was taken filled in for McKeg last night. Did a good job. Fifteen minutes of ice time. Ryan Reeves had nine minutes of ice time, which is exactly what Ryan Reeves should have. 
Didn't he play on the line with Panarin? Uh, yeah. That I don't remember. Yes. Reeves was on a line with Panarin last night for a bit. This coach loves Ryan Reeves. This coach doesn't understand Panarin and Strom cannot play with guys who have no hands. <laughs> this isn't... This isn't 1973 where we have to have a goon to protect the scorers. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, what's his face from Edmonton? There. What was his name? Somebody give me. Uh, McSorley. No. Uh, somebody. Somebody from an olden guy. Give me. Fill me who that guy's name was. Ah, uh, whatever. I'll think about it. From, from from Edmonton. Yeah, he played with on Gretzky's line. Crucial Nisky. No, no, no. McSorley played on. Didn't he play with Gret on Gretzky's line? No, I can't think of it. Oh, God. Well, I'm going to have to look at it. I thought it was Crucial Nisky no. was on that line with Gretzky. My mind is going. Semenko? Yes. There you go. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Jared. Semenko. You don't need to have them. You got to put somebody. What? And yes, they only did dress 11 forwards last night. Thank you, Dr. B. So that's why there was some shuffling of players. And like I said, some guys were double shifted. I know uh, Ryan Strom was double shifted for a while. Uh, he wound up, but Ryan Strom played 22 minutes last night. Well, yeah, I mean, I listened to the Winnipeg broadcast, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. I wanted to kind of just talk about that St. Louis game. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that where St. Louis scored those late goals in the period against Shesty? Shesky? Three in a row. Rangers were up two nothing, and then all of a sudden, then disaster. Three goals. I, I do. I was absolutely stunned after that. I, I everybody was. Shestjerkin was. I was like, holy shit! This game was so in control. The, the Blues were flaccid. They yeah, were they were terrible. They weren't playing well at all. And uh, I'm like, the Rangers are going to cruise. And then that boom, bang, boom. I'm like, holy shit. What's going on here? And then they win. Uh, well, you know, uh, how many how many times in the past would a Ranger team have lost that game? Come out of the third period, take the penalty early, right? Check it off. Take the penalty early, give up the power play goal, and then you're down four to two. Scored a late goal with three minutes to go. Make it four to three. Raise our hopes. Pull the goalie. Lose the game five three. Right. The team. I mean, the Rangers have played five hundred games like that in the last ten years. Yeah, twenty years. Exactly. No, you're right. But what? Not this team. They win. Patrick Nemeth. Oh, Patrick that was Nemeth. A fucking lucky goal. That's the only way that guy could score. Patrick Nemeth. He threw a puck with a prayer and a hope, and it hit the guy's skate and went in the net. Sucks for you. I've seen that a thousand times happen against us. Right. And then Kreider and uh, I think uh, Panarin. Panarin got an empty netter in that game, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And Kreider just keeps on rolling. I, I got to tell you, Kreider is just, I've said it a thousand times, it's magical. He's having a magical year. And uh, for his price tag, he's paying off in dividends. He is a bargain at what he right. – you're talking about a guy who is probably going to at least get 45 goals or more. And I keep saying that. I keep getting stunned by the number, Jim. It's his 37th goal. I go, what? <laughs> it's his 38th goal. What? 
I do. I get I'm like, what? I mean, every time he gets a go, it's like these numbers. And then, and you know, every time there's just like two or three games where he doesn't score, and you start to, you know, the old thought starts to come up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is it. He's not, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna go two weeks now without a goal. Boom. Then four. He's got four goals in the last three games, right? Yeah. Two last night. One against the Devils. One against the Blues. And uh, thirty-eight goals. 38 goals. I can't believe I'm saying this is a guy for years. We said he's never going to get 30. And hey, I'll do the Maya Copa, the Macarena. The I was ready I to trade do. him. What? When it came down to trade him or sign him, and I said, trade him. We've, we've seen all we're going to see. This is it. This is as good as he gets. We've seen his ceiling. But I don't know. He's just one of those late, late, late. I don't even know if you call him a bloomer, but just. I think he found out, just breaking it down, that if he stands in front of that net, that puck is going to get to him, and he's he's got the talent to put it in the net or tip it in. Whereas he used to come, you try to use his speed too much, and like kind of like come down the the, the face off dot, take some useless shot that we know his shot isn't the greatest. And his stick handling isn't the greatest. I, I, I mean, how many guys play in the league for I – mean, this is his 11th year? And, and have a career year at 30. I know. And, and uh, you know, Chris Kreider is one – I feel like Chris Kreider has been – he's – like this show has never existed without Chris Kreider. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Chris true. Kreider – a month after we uh, after Blue Shirt Banner was started, or two months, I was covering Chris Kreider at the draft. We had him on the show. I, I feel like we've grown. You know, this show has grown up with with Chris Kreider, and uh, you know now to see, you know now he's ten, eleven years in the league, and he's he's a thirty eight goal scorer. Eddie, I think he realizes nobody can move him. That the way the rules are set up now, there's nobody who could move him. There's nobody's going to uh, uh, try to move him. And he's been very fortuitous this year, I think. Um, just, uh, you know, praise be Chris Carter as far as I'm concerned this year. He, he, he's he been wonderful. He's been fabulous, Sam. I, I said to Jen last night, I said, you know, I saw this guy when he got drafted, and now he's the old man on the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know? I mean, and – I met the baby-faced Chris Kreider, interviewed the baby-faced Chris Kreider at the draft, got shoved off the draft, off the stage trying to talk to Chris Kreider. Oh, boy. The, the baby-faced Chris Kreider. And now yeah. he's the old man. He's the old man. It doesn't hurt to play with Mika Zabinijab. Uh, veteran. Mika's, that line's playing very well. Oh, yeah. And Lafonniere has been very good the last 10 games or so. And that's good to see because – I was getting sick of the four games good, 12 games bad, four right. games good. 12. Right. That's, that's goes for Kako, too, who hasn't done, obviously. Is Kako ever going to come back? I got a feeling it's going to be like career ending. But there is a rumor that it was thrown my way, and I don't know if you guys can corroborate or just dismiss it, that he was going to Vancouver uh, along with Lundquist for um JT Miller. Do you think that's enough or do you think that's if it's just just those two? Just those two. Done. 
Do you Done. think Vancouver would do that? They might. They might. There's a lot. Maybe. There's a, you know, there's a lot of that. I don't want to give up on a 21 year old, a 22 year old. Fair thing. enough. But you know, we we've talked about it before. It, bless you. God bless you. Thank you. If uh, you know, if you think, if you think you got a real chance to make that run, you do what it takes. Right, you make well, the move. A couple of my friends feel like the Rangers are in a position to make a run. I don't think so. I want to hold off a little bit. I don't want to. John Kozich says stupid trade. By who? I, I don't know. I guess from the Rangers' point of view. I, I, I guess uh, I don't know. I tell me why. I, he'd have to explain to me why it's so stupid. All right. I mean, honestly. Uh, as far as JT Miller, is he signed for another year or is he yes. unrestricted? Yes. If they were to make a trade for JT Miller, you would essentially have him for two playoff runs. Plus, he gives you insurance if they don't want to re-sign Strom. See, I would be annoyed because they had to pay Kako down the line, so they had to get – and I want to bring this all the way back to Buknevich again – but they had to pay Kako down the line. There wasn't going to be enough room and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, but I, that's dead and gone. I'm sorry I brought it back. It just eats away at me. But the thing is, don't think Miller puts, puts, puts us over the top. But if they can get him and they also have him for next year, maybe next year he puts us over the top. But I also don't think that hypothetically, let's say hypothetically, you could, they, they make the Kako and Lundqvist for JT Miller. I don't think that's the only deal they make. Right. It's a combo deal. I I don't know. I, they've, I mean, they've got... I don't know. If you think your goaltending's good enough, and it is, I mean, obviously it is. The goaltender has and can put them on his back and and steal you some games in the playoffs just like he's done in the regular season. You know, you don't get the chance to win the Stanley Cup every year. There well, isn't with you know if you if you're old enough to live through 1994, there's not there's not one of those deals I wouldn't make a hundred times if it meant well, one yeah. again. There's not one. Long term, it was a bad trade. For the short term, it was. And if and you know what. Let me. I'll, I'll pose this question here. I'll pose this question. Let's uh, you know the Rangers. The Rangers trade away whoever, and you know maybe some big players. And I tell you, they're gonna they're gonna trade Kako, and maybe they trade Keandre Miller, or maybe they trade. And I'm just throwing out names. I'm not specifically pinpointing anyone. And they're gonna make some trades. And they're going to win the cup, but then they're not going to win another cup for another 28 years. Do you make the deals? Of course you make the deals. Of I don't course. care. I, gonna, I might not be here in 28 years. I might not be here in 28 years. That's right. Like Fuzzy said, I want that cup. I want that cup. That's right. I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's any, any amount of moves they can make to make them win the cup, but that's that's the GM's job. It's the between the GM and and Galant 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 to decide if uh, you know if they're good enough. I gave it. That's what they get paid for. 
Bad joke. Uh, I, you know, it occurred to me the other night, by the way, speaking of cups and how long it's been, it has occurred to me that I have now lived longer in my life waiting for my second cup than I did waiting for my first. I was 24 when they won their first cup, so I only had to wait 24 years. I have now waited going on 28 years for my second one. So I'm officially <laughs> officially a long-suffering Ranger fan. Yeah. I've been at 24 years and having only really been a fan from like seven or eight, I wasn't really long suffering. Now I am. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm long suffering. Mario said trade his two kids for a cup. <laughs> trade two of my kids for the cup. <laughs> oh please, John. If you're worried about the number two power play unit, I I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> Is Chuba such an abomination with his eight goals? I mean, really? I mean, that's the thing. If if Truba can't run it, maybe Zach Jones can run it with Braden Schneider or something. I don't know. I'm not worried about that. I'm, I mean, I think the linchpin of the whole thing is I'm not worried about Niels Lundqvist. I mean, he's got he's to me. He had 20 games to show us if he had some real offensive skill, and I didn't see it again. These guys are young. I don't want to kill them. I'm just saying if I have to make a trade. Uh, and Kako, he's got – what happens if it's two years later and he's still doing the same shit? You ain't going to have nothing for him. You know, send him to Vancouver. God bless. Right. We only see him twice a year. Who twice can? a year. We don't have to see him. Uh, you know, again, another Ranger disaster of a draft pick. But, hey. It's Paul for the course. I like JT Miller. How old is JT Miller? 28, 29. That's so young. Drafted, he's drafted uh, two years after Kreider, I think. Is McElrath. 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 He was after. He was the year after Kreider because I was there for that one. That's how I know. And then I think Miller was the following year. JT Miller is 28. About to about to turn 29 next week. And I like his game. I like his face-offs. He's he's gritty. He fit in great with this team. He's a veteran now. He, he knows the team. I he mean, knows well, he, knows, team. he knows Kreider and he knows uh he knows Zabanajad, at least. And uh JT Miller said before the game. When the range when Vancouver was in here, he still gets choked up when he comes into the garden. I mean, this guy is would be, but you know what? There's going to be a lot of teams after JT Miller. I mean, that's all I keep hearing. All yep. of these trade trackers who are going to be throwing a lot better than well, I don't know. Lundquist and Kako, the guy who went second overall a couple of years ago. You know, it does carry some weight, so maybe that would be a trade. Um, plays the wing, plays center, makes you know, them. I, I mean, I, listen, it's it's not a uh, you know a, a JT Miller love fest, but I don't know. I just have not seen. All right, I you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, so th that's basically it. 
20. So I don't know. All right. See, John. All right. You must have missed the, my, my eval when I went to the Hartford game last night. Uh, I don't think Niels Lundqvist is better than Jones. Maybe in a bathing suit competition, perhaps. Uh, the guy, to Dr. me, B, is... Dr. B makes a good point. If Niels is better than Jones, why is he not getting called up? Right. He had 20 games up here, and the coach would said, listen, you know, I felt like they promised Neil some things that he would get a shot, and um, I just... I just didn't see. I I just think he's too skinny for this league. He's got to put on some weight. That's the, the way I, I look at it. Although, but, 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 you know, this is just conjecture. I'm not going to shoot down anybody's ideas or whatever. But I I, I don't see that uh, matching up with what I believe. But you know, who knows? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got uh, other teams. Uh, Gunhead says. Other teams are interested in Miller. We ain't getting him for unwanted leftovers. Two first, giving them two first round picks. Two, the guy who was picked second overall, and then Lundquist was was somewhere in the first round. Those are unwanted leftovers. Youth, and then wouldn't that make JT Miller But wouldn't that make JT Miller Vancouver's unwanted leftover? I mean, anybody right. gets traded, right? Is unwanted. Right. Yeah, because he's also they, they're in cap hell over in Vancouver. They need these young guys. That might be uh, still on ELCs, uh, you know, and they come cheap and they've got a lot of upside. I, I would take them. I don't think, you know, like Jim said, the number two pick overall a couple of years ago, uh, a promising Swedish defenseman. Uh, oh, was he? Yeah, he's Swedish. Uh, you know, they're not twenty eighth pick. Not like we're offered a McKeg and potato, you know. <laughs> so that deal. What? It would make that deal. <laughs> McKay make that deal, yeah. <laughs> Chef Ross up here, baby. Old time, long time Ranger fan. So uh Hey Chef, what's up? Uh well is Brendan Othman is he uh, he's still in the, the the juniors there, right? For the playoffs? Yes. yes. Uh, I don't think that's happening. I think once the playoffs comes, uh, uh, Sergeant Gallant there, uh, Kojak or whatever you want to call him, Gallant Gallant, uh, give him up for Lent, uh, is going to be uh, going with his horses that brought him there. Uh, I don't think Brennan Othman needs to be brought up right now, but they, if they can't make a deal at the deadline, hell, I'd freaking uh, airlift fucking uh, crafts off out of fucking, uh, you know, Russia over there. But every time he posts on Instagram, I just comment, fix this. Yes. <laughs> fix this. Do you think this dummy well, I mean, do you think this war affects the trade value? No, no, I'm serious. He said this dummy. Uh oh. <laughs> do you think this dummy war that's going on over there? Dummy up. Dummy up. Uh affects the trade value of these Russian players like Kravsov? No. Like no? How are you no. going to get – can they come over here? What's really, the I'll tell you, the only thing I've heard about a Russian player is is dancing Larry Brooks and a few other people going after Ovechkin oh. because of his, his Putin support. I mean, dancing Larry Brooks has just been like 
what's that word? Lambasting Ovechkin in his columns lately. How can people still wear his jersey? How can this league still promote him? How are people still chanting his name? It's sickening. Oh, yeah. Dancing, Larry. It's America. You can say what you want. You're allowed freedom of speech. This is what makes this America great. Somebody play some American music behind me. (laughs) Somebody. Like, there's there's only one person. Listen, I stand up for America. Stand with Alex Ovechkin. Even though I don't agree with his stance, I agree with his his <laughs> his uh his right to say it. Is that what they say? I don't know. I mean, listen, it's never like uh, I didn't like this guy to begin with. What do I care what he says? Dominic Hashik. You're literally playing music about the Civil War. All right. I just want to tell you that. Happened in America. You just said American music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all you said. All right. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So uh, that's the way I feel about that. <clears throat> uh, so Larry Brooks is going off on this shit. Like, he's got to take a pill or something. Yep. Take your pills. Take your pills, dancing Larry. You can write that in your, your article tomorrow when you steal from me and Jim. This whole thing. You don't know what this is? I have no idea. Most famous entrance music of all time. Uh, Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Hulk with the guitar? Oh, yeah, I remember that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lordy. Costa is now dancing around his lair. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> can we change topics for a minute here? Yeah, go ahead. Let's change topics. Eddie, in the 13, almost 13 years, we are, we are rapidly approaching our 13th anniversary. In the 13 years that we have been doing this show, what have we always tried to do? Uh, be honest? Well, besides that. Uh, what have we always have? tried to do for the listener? Give them stuff. And give them what they want, right? Right. Well, after last week's viewing party, what did they want? They wanted uh they <laughs> wish that Connor would make it home sober. I mean, besides uh, killing himself. Besides that. Uh another viewing party. Ding ding. <laughs> there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Coming up on Saturday, April the 23rd, we return to McHale's, 251 West 51st Street in New York to see the New York Rangers take on the Boston Bruins, another ABC afternoon game. And Eddie, if you look at this fine graphic that Joe Catroni has made for us, what do you notice is missing from this graphic? Hmm. I don't do I do not know. There is no disclaimer at the bottom. Oh yes, yes. The COVID restriction. The vaccine mandate in New York City has been lifted. They pretty much lifted it like 15 minutes after we left town last week. I know. Are they gone? Good. Lift the mandate. Lift it. So 
there's really no excuse this time. The the I'm not getting jabbed just to go to the viewing party. You're you, you have no you, you now have no excuse. That's right. <clears throat> Who was missed it? I remember. We had a we had a great turnout last week, two weeks ago. I expect we're going to have another great turnout. We've got people who couldn't come to the last one because of vaccine vaccination rules that will be in attendance this time. Jen will be there. Her girls are coming. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so there's no excuse. It's going to be one of the last regular season games. I know people were asking about a playoff viewing party. They're just too hard. To, they're hard to plan because there's so many variables. Uh -oh. Like I was Cutter explaining. Wants to call in. What's that? Cutter wants to call in. I think this is about the viewing party. He wants Ugh. the link. All right. Here's the link. Uh, oh. I don't think you want to see that, Patty. I mean, from the gut up, I'm not too bad looking. But from the gut down, it's just a mess. So... Come on out. Come see us. It's going to be a lot of fun. You heard we had a lot of stories from the last one. I'm sure we'll have more stories from this one. There's always stories. I'm looking Maybe forward to it. Maybe the Rangers this time. Maybe the Rangers will score this time. We'll see. <clears throat> we have anything left to give away? We give away like so much stuff. We'll get new stuff to give away. Ah, I got to go to some of these card shows and pick up some of these useless Ranger cards. We'll have new stuff to give away. Uh, as soon as, well, I put the link up for Cutter, and instead I got Costa and 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 Kana. Who do you want to talk to first? We really have, uh, but we got to still got to review some stuff. Okay, well, so you want to review? Uh, call back uh, in a couple hours. The show's over. Couple hours, I'll be asleep. That's what I said when the show's over. Right. Right now we're talking here. We got things to talk about. We're still the ups are talking. Okay. Careful. I should have got some Hartford Wolfpack swag, like Mario says. All right. So let me uh, just all right. The St. Louis game, scary, but the Rangers they they beat Villy Huso and the and the St. Louis Blues there and. Then they play the Devils. That is a big game, uh, rivalry. We know we hate the Devils. We got the PK slew ban, and, and, and again, he's getting booed every time he has the puck. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. let me tell you, those two chuckleheads, Heckle and Jekyll over there, they gotta, they gotta stop. The way they were raving about the devils i really thought like the devils were like a legit stanley cup contender you know the devils have a high powered offense what hi there you have a guy who has 20 goals on that team are you kidding me yeah jack Hughes is good Saka didn't even play hesche has got like 17 goals Ooh, scary and the the jesper brad scary I mean, the Rangers are heads and tail. I don't know what to say. They're just heads above the Devils in every category. The goalie, Nico Dawes, who had to hear his full name for the first, first period. He said it like 20 times, Sam. Nico Dawes, Nico Dawes, Nico Dawes. 
He uh, he was like a parakeet repeating things. What do you call those things that repeat all the time? Parrot? Uh, no, not the but this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a different breed of parrot or something. Parakeet, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It just was so much. I felt like we were in some indoctrination video where we had to believe the devils were a Stanley Cup contender. Give it a break, Maui. He was right. terrible. And we spanked them as they should be spanked. Other than the disastrous Ryan Lindgren miscue, whatever you want to call it, the Rangers, they just beat them. And that's really all I want to say about that. Don't talk about the great job Lindy Ruff's done. Oh, Joe, he's going to be fifth in wins. Yeah, he's been coaching 35 years. That's why he's up in wins. Heatomania in that game, Eddie. Ugh. The, the game-winning goal. Yeah, I know, I know. But then again, you see, see Heatomania again in the, in the next couple games. Yeah, and then, you know, the game after that, it's... It's growing into his body. Yeah, uh, he's just... Another guy I've seen enough. I think he will be on the move. I mean, if... Think so? I don't know how much you're going to get for him. You know? I don't know what you could get. It's got to be a package deal, Sam. Right. Very interesting if Drury is aggressive or not. We'll see. I feel that uh, uh, what you call it, that uh, we're going to see a test of Drury, whether he's going to... he's aggressive. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is that he's got Dolan. You know, Dolan didn't like the patient patience game. So maybe he'll be, they'll make some moves. Right. Trade deadline two weeks from today. Right. So this, uh, it's, it's starting to get cooking. Cook it. Okay. Yes, it is. And um, then last night's game, which I did not see, because I, I heard it all on the radio, on the Winnipeg broadcast, which was refreshing uh, because the Rangers I felt like they were getting praise more praise on that Winnipeg broadcast than uh, they get at the, on their own broadcasts Yay! so uh, Jim what did you see last night um, uh, too many penalties uh, you know for, for, for one thing too many penalties um, you know like to see them tighten that up. They did get a lot of shots on goal. They gave up like 45, 46 shots on goal last night, I think. So, you know, I don't know how many scoring chances there were, but I mean, because they played pretty well defensively and still gave up 46 shots. When you let the team have six power plays. Right. But um, look, I'm, you know, these, these road trips, these long road trips, it's a four game road trip. They, they always scare me. You know, they worry me. Uh, you know, they're playing Minnesota who, who aren't playing well, but, you know. Giving up a still lot of goals, team. Minnesota. They're, they're still a decent team, and they got to play St. Louis again, and then they play Dallas. So, you know, this is a tough four-game swing, and, you know, hopefully they can – you know, I, I always look at these, and, and I hope for a split. So I thought last night – getting that win last night I thought was big because that was the game. I thought that would be the easiest of the four games, to be honest with you. Have they just decided who they're going to play in the next game? In the goal? Uh, I think they're going to play Shesterkin until they can't. I mean, they're playing every other day, so why not keep playing Shesterkin? 
And yeah, Minnesota is not playing well of late, but they're good at home. They're very good at home. 16, six and one. So does it concern you or the, the wonderful people watching when we got 430 people in this chat room um, that the Rangers shots on goal are just so low almost every game. And that this out at the moment because they're, they're winning. I know I, it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show when I said, you know, forget everything, but going into a playoff atmosphere where goals are a lot harder to come by, can you win right. a game getting 20 shots on net and getting creamed in the first period every game, it seems? You know, I'm kind of I'm anxious to see how the they have uh, two – I think three games left against Pittsburgh, right? Three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they three games left against Pittsburgh. I'm kind of anxious to see how they do in these other three games against Pittsburgh because I think right now the way it shakes out, Pittsburgh might be their first round opponent. At least last I saw, that's who it would be. And if you know, if nothing changes, I don't see them overtaking Carolina for the number one, you know, for first place. And I don't see them falling any further than third. So I think they'd wind up playing Pittsburgh in the first round. So I want to see how they match up with them these next three, those next three games. I think that'll be uh, interesting because I thought they played well. You know, the viewing party game. I thought they played well, well enough to win. Jerry was just one better. Yes. So, you know. Okay. See what happens. Uh, yeah, I guess you just got to ride Shesterkin. I mean, that's right now. The deal, I feel like the defensemen aren't that bad. It just, again, last night, um, you know, hearing the uh, other broadcasters talking about the Rangers, the Rangers, the the first power play unit of the Jets was not as effective as the second power play unit. Um, You're going to get outshot a lot if you give up six power plays. And the Rangers, I think, had two or three power plays. They scored on one. Right. So, I don't know. I feel like the Rangers don't generate enough power plays, but like Jim said, and when I said at the beginning, they win these games. And I, I the Ranger fan in me doesn't know whether to think, ah, well, this is going to end. It's going to come to an abrupt halt, them winning. Or I say to myself, well, isn't this the mark of a team that can go somewhere? You know, because they find ways to win. We, we see right. this happen. You know, and uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. Yeah. Plus, you know, in two weeks they're going to look the the roster is going to look a little different. I think that's almost a guarantee. You know, I, I just don't see them standing pat. I think the, you know, I think there are some needs, and you know, I think there's some, there's probably some guys that they're ready to move. And I also feel like the the trading deadline is always a massive disappointment NHL wide. We expect so much at the deadline. They have all these special programs. Tune in, live stream, bye bye. Right, we, we, we sit in front of right. We sit in front of TSN Trade Center all day long. I don't know how those guys do it because those guys are on, you know, like eight or ten hours, and most of the time there's just nothing to talk about. Wow, it's like uh, you know some money. I mean, there's like there'll be like one trade, and they've got to talk about it for two hours until the next trade. Yeah. And it's always some like defensive defenseman goes for a minor leaguer, and you're like, these guys really got to stretch time. Right. 
I hope it's not. I hope the Rangers are active. I like a little fun, a little, little chaos. Throw us off kilter. Sure. Have something to talk about, too. Absolutely. Stupid Trey. Look at his analytics. And there's no game that night, so you know we'll be able to come on the air that night and talk about what they did. Oh, and didn't that'll do. be exciting. Yes. All right. Uh, <clears throat> you want to bring on these dudes? Who do you want to talk to first? Uh, let's go with Connor first. All right. Here he comes. What's up, Connor? What's up, guys? Nice shirt. Thank you. Nice. Liking it. Yes. Yes. Courtesy of uh, that wonderful party that uh, I remember some of. Will you be able to make the next one? Yes. I think the bigger question is what whether I'll be able to make it out. <laughs> I mean, one of your best lines. Well, there you go. I mean, Good well, after uh, after the catastrophe that happened the last week's, the uh, expectations are high, shall we say, and in the same way that expectations are high for uh, our beloved Rangers team. Yeah, I want to see him score. I want to do the, the whole uh, Let's Go Rangers song thing with everybody, the whole bit. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I will, I will definitely be at the next one that you can. Very good. Very good. Excellent. Don't pregame anywhere. Don't go to Rudy's and get like Rudy's or you know, don't go to Applebee's on your way in. Yeah. You know, don't drink out of the guy's bag at Penn Station. Yeah. <laughs> stay away from, stay away from the Ripple and the Thunderbird. And Is it true that the black lady at the Port Authority will be escorting you to this viewing party? She's uh, got his number. She's been texting him. When you coming back? When you coming back? <laughs> uh, well, she she did text me her uh, Bronx apartment address. And oh, I, wow! I, I You're an only me. fan of this lady now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. But anyway, uh, anyway. I, 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 on to the Rangers. As uh, yes. Um, I, I want to start off by uh, just looking at the trade deadline. There's There's been a lot of talk about uh, whether or not the Rangers are going to offer up their first-round pick. And I think that at this rate, I'm in the boat that we're in a, a winning place, and I'm, I'm ready to do away with it because you we've got that pick. They can't pick anyway. Well, they well, – <laughs> they, or, or pray that the black lady knows how I hold my hand onto the bus. Um, but uh, no, um, I, yeah, I mean, we we hit as high as we could in the last two drafts. We're not going to get another Lafreniere or Kako. So I'd say uh, we can kiss that pick goodbye and get JT Miller or Phil Kessel or some, some reliable player, utility player. Uh, well, another guy I'm hearing a lot about, Connor, have you heard about Ricard Raquel from Anaheim? I haven't, but oh yeah, that that name has been Raquel Raquel. Yeah, I call Raquel Welch that guy. Ricard Raquel, Raquel Welch. Raquel? Uh, I like that player. I would like. Somebody reported he's in the Rangers' sights. Okay, he's uh, you know, he's a good second line player. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. I just I want a a good second line right winger. Or someone who can certainly fill out our fourth line, considering our fourth line's been dog shit. And it's just like we have the top notch players, whether it's Mika or Kreider or Panarin or the resurgence of Lafreniere. And we just need depth pieces at this point. And if we can just get depth pieces, 
then we can definitely make a, a good playoff run. Yeah, and I think one of the guys we got in the offseason, who I'm going to applaud again, even though he has hands of stone, he did score the first goal last night, Barkley Goodrow. This guy is a player. Oh, yeah. Great penalty killer. I applaud him. It's been a nice addition. Wonderful. Well, we can look past it. He's a Swiss Army knife. He could play him on any line, uh, on any uh, any forward position. I don't think he's Adam Graves quite, uh, but let's uh, <laughs> not get panicky. Yeah, let's yeah. Well, we can we can be happy about him this year, and we can look past the other five years that we're stuck with him for. You know, you know what I like about you know what I like about Goodrow is that no matter what happens, he's always smiling. Yeah, he seems engaged. He's always chirping. he's always smiling. Yeah, and he's chirping Always on the ice, too. I like that. Yeah. Yes, I so. agree with you, John, there. Gallant plays everybody equally, which scares me. It, it scares me, too. He's an I, equal I, opportunity employer. I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. the one benefit of all of that is that somehow, I don't know what Gallant did, but he, he somehow got a click in Chris Kreider's head, and uh, Chris Kreider is now – playing uh, in the way we haven't seen him in the past, whether it was under A.V. or David Quinn or uh, or Tortorell before him. Right. Whatever he's done, uh, I, I I agree. He's gotten him to play. And maybe it's just I, – I really feel with Gallant, it's kind of uh, – he doesn't get into players' ears personally. He doesn't take them aside. He doesn't micro-coach them. You know, and I think these guys have responded and they've gotten the accountability meeting within the group, not well, for, just from the coach. They they got each other's backs. And that's well, why I think they have a resiliency. He, he certainly has their backs because he knows that the players are the type of people who he, he can bum a cigarette off of after the game. Oh, Jesus. There's still smokers in the NHL? I don't know what Gallant is smoking, but he certainly has the face for it. <laughs> What was a face for smoking? What does he have like a? I said he. I said Gallant looks like an ex marine who sits in his favorite bar all day, drinking wild turkey and complaining about how the commies will never take over the Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He does have that face. You know, he's bitching about the millennials and all this shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and pronouns and. When I was a when I was a young boy, we knew what a guy was and a woman was. There was no <laughs> in between, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Blackheart uh, and, and I, Nick, will you be at the next viewing party? That's what I want to know. Who? I mean, I I got a question to pitch for you guys. Uh, do right. you guys think Adam Fox can get the Norris again this year? No. Okay. Unless he finishes so strong, he finishes with like 13 goals and, you know, a shitload of assists. I think the the buzz right now is all about Kale McCarr. And it's all about the hype, uh, you know. That's fine. You know, Fox being out for two or three weeks, whatever it was, that right. didn't help him either. So. And Fox is going to win more, right. as far as I'm concerned. And uh, we don't need you stinking awards. We know what Adam. Oh, we lost Eddie again. The Con and Jim show. I think he, it looked like he it looked like he disconnected himself. Like he reached out for it, accidentally hit the button and disconnected himself. 
Jeez, I haven't been this close to you, Jim, since you escorted me at Port Authority. Right. I feel like I should reach over and carry you. <laughs> oh, Lordy! I'm, I'm back. Too tall. <laughs> so, anything else, Connor? Um, just hope that we can keep this streak on, considering the fact that uh, we got some tough teams going up against us, whether it's the fact that Zuck is probably going to sink one against us. We're going to have vintage Cam Talbot in the next game, and then we won't hear uh, Sam and Joe shut up about Buchnevich when we play the Blues again. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, it, it, let's just hope we can keep winning. It's all that matters, baby. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take yeah. care, my friend. Take care. Good night, Connor. Good night. All right. Moving on. Next up. Look at this. He got all dressed up. Yeah, hey, baby. He's like me. Hey, he's so proud. He's got his winter classic hat. He's got his scarf. <laughs> he's got his, his muffler. Very nice. How are you, Carter? What's going on? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now, I got a question for you guys. All right. I mean, um, the czar is pretty much stopping everything. The goals he's allowing, what do you see? What kind of goals he's allowing? I mean, like screen, like screen. Is he yeah, being bodies screen? in front of the net. Being, you know, screen? Is he being yeah. like, uh, like yeah, uh, traffic in front of the net? He'll, he'll give up the odd goal. Okay. That's what the I high think. shot. What? The high shot. You think he's I think I think if you go back and look at a lot of his goals, he gets beat over the shoulder. Okay. <clears throat> Fair enough. Because I'm because I'm thinking it's like it's like Who cares. It only happens once a game. Yeah. <laughs> once like, a, like a, game. a lot of these goals, he it's um it's it's like there's a scrum and it's like a like a maybe deflection or or you know stuff like a scrum and it just goes Goes in something like that. Oh, so everybody's kind of saying uh, Mario says high glove side. I well, I I don't know, man. I like like Jim said, he only gets one goal a game. I really don't pay attention because other than that St. Louis game, uh, he's been. I mean, he's been outstanding. <laughs> I mean, he's been. I said it to be. I, he should get MVP if this continues. And except for that three-minute span of that St. Louis yeah. game, it was just fine. That was just those fluke things. When was, I mean, was, he, when was the last time he had a bad game? I don't remember. Uh, the, 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 what was the game he gave up? Uh, hang on, I got to look at hockey reference. Well, I, I will say this, Costa. In the years previous, he did have some bad games thrown in there. This year... Maybe one. I mean, uh, I think he should have been. What would the Rangers be record be if they didn't have him? Oh my God! Forget about it. Right? Isn't that the definition of the most valuable player? Yeah. Right. I mean, has he even been pulled this season? Yeah, I think once or twice. Jim's looking it up. But uh, maybe I'm just biased because I see him all. He gave up six against Calgary. There's your bad game, and four against Florida. Well, those are not those aren't schlub teams either. Five, five against Calgary, then six against Calgary, then four against Florida. And how much? How many goals they scored? The Rangers scored against 
Um, they got uh, creamed in a couple of those games. Those two Calgary games, they lost pretty bad. I think the Florida game, they might have lost four to three, something like that. Uh, four to three, they lost the Florida game. Also, Chef Ra, money the, on the shootouts. How good is this Cal- guy on the shootouts? The Calgary game, they lost the one game, they lost six nothing. And the other one, they lost five one. <sighs> Please, let's not. They're not in the playoffs. They're not in the, in the playoff on also, right? Calgary. They're in. Calgary's first in the Patrick uh, yeah. Pacific Division. Oh, Patrick. God. If we, if we yeah, hi, Pallet. Finals. And they got over. Tyler Toffoli for a, a, a flyer, at, uh, you know, for a nothing, basically. And he's been good since he joined them. They got a lot. Their problem is their goaltending. Is, is that going to be the, the, you know, I think <laughs> Jacob Markstrom is their starter. I don't know. God forbid we play them a fucking the finals. Well, that'll be. Probably a cup final, wouldn't that be? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I won't, I'll worry about it then. Exactly. So, all right. So, here, I'll uh, hang on. I'm looking at his numbers really quick. In He started 37 games, it looks like, if I'm reading this right. And he's had one, two, three, four, five, only six games was his save percentage. Under 900. <coughs> this is Igor. Yeah. This is Igor. Yeah. Wow. No, it's Doug Sotart. Yeah, it's Igor. <laughs> yeah. It's Mika Kiprasov. Who are you talking, we're talking <laughs> it's about? Jamie Ram. Jamie Ram. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, man. He's, the, he's legit, dude. Oh, he's legit. Legit. Know you know that. that. It's the best goalie in hockey. MVP, baby. Give that Rushki, especially with the Russian sentiment. Give him the MVP, too, for that. <laughs> Give it to a Russian. He deserves it. I know that. I Oh, I know. I, oh, he, oh, he's, he's, who else I, is more important? Who I mean, else is more important? I, I, I mean, he's, if, if, he's in the conversation. No question about it. He's in the right. conversation for... Yeah, I think for you're MVP. right. I mean, he might not get it. I don't know. But to me... If it's not him, then who? Who's having a t- Chris Kreider? No, I'm okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, who you else? Get a few folks too. Who? Kreider. He doesn't get a lot of assists. I could see it. But they got Chesterkin, so it can't be most valuable. Like one of, it's got to be one of the either, either one, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. I think around the league. I, I think Kreider get, should des- deserves a few votes as well. No. I don't know. Yeah. Does anybody know, uh, who else is having a great year? I'm trying to think. Let me look up. Uh, I look up. Well, how about McDavid? Uh, Drysidle. Huberdeau. Yeah. There's there. How about Huberdeau? Yeah, he's in the conversation, definitely. Right. Yeah, I mean any of those guys, Austin Matthews. I mean all the all the the usual suspects, but I, think, I, I would I, think I honestly I think Igor's wrapped would, up Besna. I think he's wrapped up the Besna trophy. I I think Huberdo uh, Gaudreau is having a great season, right? I mean, but I can't see I, anybody. I, honestly, I can't. I don't think I, don't, I think he's. I think Igor's wrapped up Besna. I think so. I think I'm, so too. Yeah, I think there's no. There's. I mean, who's I mean, who's who's in the conversation for Vesna outside of Igor? Markstrom? No. 
Well, yeah, he's not doing bad either. Jake Markstrom, Freddie Anderson. He's leading the league in shutouts. He's 25 and 11. Yeah, that, that's weird that Eagle only has three shutouts. Right. That's kind of odd. But how many one-goal games does he have, you know? Right. I could tell you. There's stats in front of me. I mean, I I don't see anybody who's played enough games to make a run Three, for him. Four, five, six. Johnny seven, Goudreau has 71 eight, points. Nine, 10, 11, 12. 12 games, Igor has only given up one goal. And how many how many the including five five of his last six wow. and six of his last eight he's only given up one goal. Get this. Johnny Goudreau is a plus 41. That's impressive. Crazy. He's having a career year. This guy, Johnny Hockey. I don't know. They'll probably give it to some Canadian boy. But you want to hear something funny to show you to, to show you how little maybe shutouts mean? Ilya Sorokin has five shutouts. <laughs> on, a, on a terrible right. team. Well, I will say this, and uh, I got to put my Islander hatred aside for this. He's a good goalie. He's played really well this year, but they suck. They 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 uh, unwatchable. I, I think I think the sweet blue magic is all is is gone. It never was I, there. And the words, and and, they, and and I mentioned this on, in the chat. Lulem Lerulo is now the Glenn Sather of the Islanders. I think that's a good point. He's Again, he's never done anything outside the Devils. Since the salary cap was introduced, he can't manage a team. He brought in all those old devil wash-ups, and now he's stuck with them. They're the oldest team in the league. They suck. Yeah. They stink. Uh, I wish nothing but bad things. And, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at a full rebuild, and they don't have a lot of parts to, to stockpile a rebuild like the Rangers did at one time. You know what I mean? The Rangers like have some- more prospects now, Jim. Than the honest have now, right? You know what I'm saying? Like they have guys that we could trade. We have assets. You're right. You're exactly right. right. So, all right. Anything else, Costa? Nah. All right. Take care, brother. Yeah. We'll see you at the party, right? Yeah. Come on. All right. I'm just checking. He's going to show up tomorrow. He's going to get there early. Well, I'm just making sure. There he is, Kata. Hey, oh, hey, I hear you're coming to the viewing party. Cruise, Eddie was drunk on a cruise. Singing the boots. Year, year 12. Eddie is Bring Connor next time. All so, right. What a wonderful song. I know I have a bad voice. I know. What does it do with your voice? It's because you're so fucking dramatic. Yeah, Everybody I'm hates me. <laughs> no, like that sound effect says, you know. Yeah, you I know. know I, I have people I know messaging that. me. That's fine. I don't care. I got people messaging me, Cutter, saying they want to take you to the next viewing party. And I said, he's probably not going to go because he, he thinks people hate him. And nah. he's got it. The day you walk into a viewing party will be the it will instantly become the the most epic viewing party we've ever had. 
You will the, day that we get the, the, the day that we rescue you from that hostage bunker you're in <laughs> doing these videos from. Just let and we Josh see you in a bar. You up. My house. I know. My house sucks. It was built in the 70s. And Josh. Josh Gimble has offered, said he's, Josh Gimble's trying to make it to the viewing party. And said, if I can go, I would bring Cutter. Uh, that's the biggest joke. He what? messaged me. What do you want? He, uh, photo to he show messaged me too. What, he was screenshot that the thing he sent me? He actually did. He yes. Did. Yeah. He said he would pay your way. Why would he want to bring me down to a viewing party? He because he thinks it'd be fun. Piss you. I don't know. What do you think? He's a friend. Isaac, I pissed him. I pissed off the Canadian BSU contingent. So why would I? No, he likes you. He says you're a good kid. I'm like, uh, isn't oh. he like 35? 37 coming up soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is at 37. When's your birthday? April 9th. It's on a Saturday. All right, so it's an early birthday present. Josh picks you up, brings you down. We have a little birthday party before. What that would be late. It'll be a late birthday present. Oh, late it's April birthday, birthday, birthday late party. Yeah. My third. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Look, yeah. look at the comments coming in. We would love to have you, Brian Zelinsky. If I had the money, I would. What Is that a maybe we got from him? Gimbal's gonna he's gonna drive you. Come on. I mean, you got anything against Josh? Well, Josh is nice when you talk to him in person, but on the internet, he always bashes me and all that. Oh, that's okay. Uh, he says you're a good guy. Actually, you want me to read what he said on Facebook to me? No, I don't think so. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. It's my show, me and Jim's show. We can do anything we want. Of course, you can do whatever you want. All right, here it is. Uh, okay. So, Jim announced the viewing party in the Patreon group. Do you think I can convince Cutter to join me if he has the, if he has the fund? LOL. If I can get it off work strongly, considering making the trip. Then I'm saying I don't really think so, but you know he might. And then I go, and he wrote, that's what I figured. I think he would really have a great time. Because I've had a number of impersonal person interactions with him that always have been positive. He is a good kid. See, I'm Sam? Gonna, I'm older than he is. What? I'm older than Gimbo. Well, you know, we, we think of you as a, a little... I know, uh, I know. You're younger than I am, so you're a kid to me. Mm -hmm. What kind of beer are you drinking over there? That rhubarb? I have again? no Japanese beer this time. What? Do a, here's here's what Josh sent me. Do a GoFundMe, and I will chaperone Cutter. Honestly, though, if the stars aligned, I would I would be happy to accompany him down. I don't think Cutter has ever really got to experience stuff like the viewing party. It would be super cool for him. I have honestly reached out to him to come by to watch a game, offered Rangers, Canadian soccer, etc. Canadian soccer? No, he didn't. You call him a liar? Right. Canadian soccer? No. Rangers, yes. Works, works super hard. I know his manager. Never misses a day. Busts his ass. He doesn't know my manager. Huh? He doesn't know my manager. He doesn't know. 
He says he does. Kitchener-Waterloo is the biggest small town. Everyone who is over 25 knows somebody who knows somebody. Kitchener-Waterloo. What's Waterloo? Kitchener-Waterloo. Well, it's the Twin Cities. We have like two oh, God. cities. Everyone calls it Are one. Are they really even cities? I mean, compared to American standards, like... Twin Hamlets? I mean, really, I don't know what's... <laughs> Got a burgermeister, meister burger over there in Waterloo. Anyway, what more toys? Well, Josh is technically still my Facebook friend. Why didn't he reach out to me? Because he didn't want to get just trying to see we're friends here. So we're friends helping other friends. That's it. If he wants me to go down, he tells me himself. And then uh, will you come? We'll see. Ah. Uh... It's How many times I heard we'll see in high school? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me. Will you go out with me next Friday? We'll see. Bills and rent to pay and all that bullshit. So Darwin Bushman will offer his financial assistance and three weeks of counseling. And you two put together a financial presentation of how much it's going to cost for the two of you to come to New York City for one day. But and I guarantee you we can help you. But the question is, will he have time to do that? He's got a kid. Well, know? that is true. He's but he he's cleared it with the wife, from what I hear. She needs to get away from him anyway. Right. Right. Oh, they're they're good together. Now, oh, now uh, Cutter, do you have do you have a what do you do you need a passport to come from Canada to the U.S.? I have a passport that's active. Yes. Oh, look at See, you, international traveler over there. Mm. Well, he went to the Bahamas for that trivia thing. Yeah, but that was way long ago, and it didn't do me any good. You got to go to the Bahamas. Where'd you finish? Where'd you finish? I didn't that? get into the sports field, Jim. Like, like I pro had, had hoped. But you got to go to the Bahamas. Yeah, I know. I went to Atlantis Paradise Island, but other than that, what good did it do to me? Nothing. You got to go to the Bahamas. Yeah. Exactly. You want? The Pulitzer Prize when you went down there? I mean, I don't know. You got to look at the the, the, the broads and bikinis? I mean, what, what, what? I wasn't really looking for some reason. Wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. He's only a kid. So, anyway. Yeah. The He's last. 37. Oh. I, uh, I like the last viewing party. I, I actually like that picture and all that. But I wish you had cut out my head because who wants to see my ugly head? <sighs> that. Oh. Yeah, you're right. So why, why would everybody line up? Why would everybody line up to take pictures with some some Asian kid from Kitchener there. that nobody knows? Because we, I yeah. have an ugly face. No, you're not ugly. Mm -hmm. you're, you're just not handsome. Exactly, I'm not handsome. Oh, what do you think? That me and Jim are. Uh, I mean, only our wives think we're like Brad Pitt. The rest of the world thinks we're a bunch of dopes. Yeah, you got somebody. <laughs> the rest of the world thinks we're the pits. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, you know, what do you think? We're hanging out with just handsome guys. I mean, you got to see the people that come down to this thing. No. The lowest, the low. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, guys. That's nah, up pictures. I actually, here's the funny thing. I thought Costa was in a wheelchair because I looked at the one <laughs> and it looked like it was a wheelchair. The chair was the wheelchair. And I'm like, Costa He's sides. Cool. Yeah, well, that might be his next stop. And then when I heard about Somebody Kata, Photoshop I, that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was showing it to you. 
Man, I heard all that Kana uh, stuff, and I'm like, wow, this guy freaking is so popular with his stuff. Popular? Yeah, Kana's Kana, popular, but you guys. More than us? No, he's no, he's popular within your BSU circle. There Iron he is, Ghost at the next viewing party, Ironsides. Ironsides. Yeah. <laughs> That's hysterical. Brian Newberg, Canadian, if I must say. Also a gay man. Not that that anything wrong Ray with Ray Burr was gay. Right. Yes. Ooh. Oh, okay. Hello, Frisco. Yeah, I love Frisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought Ghost was in a wheelchair. That's what I was cracking up. <laughs> yeah, that one picture didn't do him justice. Uh, there's no picture that could do him justice. <laughs> All right, so so wait, a, now, now I know we're running late here. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, this is turning into the Nicholas Nickleby of YouTube shows here. But yeah. so you're saying that if that if Josh Gimble reaches out to you with 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 the with with the idea of the two of you traveling here like Fozzie and Kermit to the viewing party. If the financials can be worked out, you're saying that you would come. Is that what you're telling me? You're calling me a frog? <laughs> or Josh a frog? No, the Muppets. They went to New York. The Muppets, the road trip. I know that. No, I'm not calling you a frog. Oh, my God. I really... <laughs> yeah, Jim. Yeah. Phil Louise. <laughs> yeah, like, anyway, yeah, like, yeah. Just, just answer my question. Like, he answer my answer question. He's not going to answer it. What? Oh. Are you calling me a frog? If Josh Gimbel reaches out to you with a proposal to come to the viewing party and you can work it out financially, are you saying that you would come? 23rd. Um, I might have to check my schedule, though. Can you put in for the day off? Well, yeah. Get, I don't usually, I don't get weekends work, off? I don't usually work weekends, but what did they need? Perfect. But what did they need me? I don't know. You quit. No. What the hell am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah. All right. Rangers and all that. Like, I'm really happy for them. And, you know, Igor saving our butts. And we have to appreciate him and Kreider too. Kreider's done quite well, I must add. So, well, uh, just to wrap this whole thing up on on a hockey note, who uh, who you think's gonna? You got anybody for the MVP up there in Canada? Are you talking about anything like that? Yeah, it's always Connor McDavid. It's Connor McDavid. This Connor McDavid. That. Oh, uh, yeah. Enough of that guy. I feel like a Canadian national treasure. I, I agree with you. Give it a break. Like, uh oh, Jim's mapping. He went to MapQuest for this. Why would you MapQuest? He's mapping. He, he's going to AAA now. They're going to have a triptych. How do you get here? Fuck is on that. Uh, what is that? You played out. Exclamation mark. This route has what? Look, 772 kilometers. Yeah, this. Route Speak American, Jim. I, I mean, look, you guys no. can stop at Niagara Falls, you can take a picture. It could be like a parade route for color. Smarter syndrome. I've asked for this route, Howie. We could, we could track your your. We could track you like Santa. Like Claus? Santa. Like yeah, like Santa on NORAD. 
Cutter Norad. <laughs> Cutsy's moving through Buffalo. Right. I mean, the, I mean, this Cutter. I'm telling you, it would be, it would be. First of all, it would be awesome to meet you. I think we'd have a lot of fun, and I, I just think it would just, it would instantly become the most epic of viewing parties because we would turn it into just a complete. It would just be Cutter Day. <laughs> well, Cutter Day, yeah, like Saturday would be Cutter Day. Wouldn't it? Can you get through? Can you get past the truckers at the border? Is that? that, that that's not happening anymore. No. Oh, okay. Like we finally got rid of those guys and all that. Okay. So yeah, uh, we're printing out the triptychs from AAA. Triptychs. Yeah, that's a Canadian government. And they'd highlight your route for you. Yeah, and yeah. Call them up, tell them I'm going to Orlando, and they'd put you together a trip ticket. They'd highlight your whole guy, trip. Flip uh, the page. The wheelchair guy uh, Costa used to work for uh, the uh, AAA for a very short moment. When horses and buggies existed. <laughs> no, not going back that far, but Cutsy Palooza. They're already calling it. Wow. Cutsy Palooza. Cool. Cutsy Palooza. Cutsella. Instead of Coachella, it's Cutsella. What? Oh, you don't know. Oh, I thought you meant Cutsella. Cutsella. Yeah. All right. All right. We we gotta do things. I gotta go to sleep. Jim's gotta go to sleep. Josh Gimble will be reaching out to you. Eat better. All right. Uh, but you gotta, you know, you you you've given your word now that you know you can't just. I'm not gonna come. Or you can't give us some hooky falooky excuse, uh, you know, about Josh Gimble or blame it on him or something else. You've given your word now. You don't lie to men. You don't lie to the underground. I'm not going to. I'm not going to blame Josh if I don't come. You don't lie to the underground. But what if Josh can't come? Well. Then you're out. We'll put you're you out, Tom. You're not a wartime consigliere. We'll put you in a rickshaw. Yeah. A Your rickshaw, rickshaw tour. <laughs> All right. Cutter, All take right, care. Cutter, we'll, we'll, take care. Talk you. we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Say hello to the Burgermeister. Meister Burger for me up there in Waterpool. Water, yeah. Waterloo. Waterloo. Wow! Oh my goodness, that is that's stirring news. I think there's going to be things that are going to happen. That what would you um, put the maybe eye? some social anxiety problems that are not going to be able. He's not going to be able. To Where would you put the odds right now? It's like fifty to one. Fifty, really. Yeah, I know it's a little low, uh, but I don't know. Can I can I get that on DraftKings? I might actually I have to know. download an app and put ten bucks down. Oh no, Joe! Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't Draft know. DraftKings, bet MGM, get one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he, it, I think he got. He's he's waiting for that Josh Facebook thing, so that gives me a little his messenger, so it gives me a little hope. Oh Lord! Howie Sussman, fifteen hundred to one. It's still worth a ten dollar bet. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Can we sell candy bars for cutter? <laughs> like you did in school, right? That's so uh, funny. 
man. All right, Jim. We've said it all. Thank Another you, everybody. We appreciate you. We appreciate you all tuning into this madness once again. We love you guys. You guys are the we best. Who we got coming up Rangers-wise? Minnesota, we got this road trip, right? <clears throat> yes. We got, uh, let's see. Minnesota? Uh, yes, Minnesota tomorrow, Win. St. Louis Thursday, Loss. Dallas Saturday. I don't know. Jason Robinson's got two hat tricks in three days. And then they're home. Then they get a couple of days off home next week for the Ducks and the Islanders, the Ducks and the Fucks, if you will. <laughs> and then it's another three-game road trip. All right. So, but a short one. Costa is not in a wheelchair. That's fake news. He's not in a wheelchair. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> that is fake news. Wrong. <laughs> All right. We'll see you soon. Eddie, always a pleasure. Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, mama, uh, mama, uh, mama.